0: Log Talk Radio Yeah Mr. Anka Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew Yeah Check Fantasy Sports and Politics, ain't what no the talk show hot as this, cover every sport and we get it all right, log on the site, you can listen to tonight, talk about the game, who in first place, you can even call up, state your own case, football, b-ball, soccer, flu,
1: log on, ain't nobody stopping Fantasy Sports please and check the number and dial again.
0: Yeah, come on, Fantasy Sports and Politics, crew, yeah. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew, uh, Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew,
2: yeah, like on, peace. Hello everyone and welcome once again, it's that witching hour. I am JT, aka the master, and as always, this is the FSP Crew Show. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. i say that again. It's 347-637-3220. It's the place to be if you want to talk to JT, and you know that would be me. Got a great show in store for you today. I'm trying to be talking about some NBA stuff here. Uh, There's been some things going on, and I want to get them out there and see if we can um, get some responses back. And, um, see if we can, uh, spark the conversation. Maybe, maybe not. Well, we're going to try. Anyway, uh, we have a chat room sitting out there. If you'd like to jump in that chat room, Bill, feel free to do so. Um, we are, uh, an equal opportunity chat room. Let me put it that way. Equ- equal opportunity chat room. And, um. You know, you know how it is. Uh, that, the way we roll, you you put whatever you put into that chat room, what you're going to get out of it. Guarantee it. You come foul, you're going to get foul. But we keep it classy as always. And I also happen to be on it, a, a special guest, uh, coming from the heartland now, not coming from. Uh, a, a hostile environment. Well, I wouldn't say a, not a hostile environment, but a a um, domestic hostile environment. Let me put it that way. I, 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 I'll, I'll be subtle about this, or somewhat subtle. But it happens to be Mr. F S Mr. Vic Gardner. How you doing, my man?
3: I'm good. It's all or nothing, and I am here. And uh, you know, it's NFL Total so Access is on. I'm on. It's Thursday, and Mr. FSP is feeling okay. I'm a six-figure type of... Oh, really?
0: It's like that?
3: At you. Oh, it's like that. Bow down and kiss the ring, baby.
1: Oh,
2: boy. I don't know about that. I don't
3: know about that.
2: <laughs> wow. Who's on of line? Jeff here, Jeff too? Uh, Jeff is not here. It's just me and you for now. I don't know if Jeff is going to jump in. Um, but Jeff is not here for now, and you got to uh, uh, you can't leave your, you, you can't leave your boy out in the cold. You got you got to clue me in on what's going on here. Uh, maybe not I, now. I
3: can't not on air. Uh,
2: what you, you didn't listen? To, see, you, just as always. I know. I know, you, I know
3: what you said. I know what you, you said not right now.
2: Not right but now, now. But but um, it sounds like some exciting news, which is, that, uh, that's a good thing. Always a good thing. Uh, some exciting good news, I should say.
3: Well, you, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's an all fair conversation me and JT were having. But I'll I'll let JT know this. It's very very close to what you said in the text. Not quite, but very close.
1: Okay.
2: Wow.
3: So I'll let you take over for like two minutes. I got to do one thing. Right. You talk, and I'll come right back.
2: Okay. Alright people, All right. um, it's like this uh, I, Like I said, we're going to be talking about the NBA Going to be talking about the NFL um, A few things have been going on in the NBA And uh, I want to talk about that And um, one of the things I want to talk about Is, uh, you know, let me put it this way and it, 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 Maybe I'm making, a, I don't know I don't know if I'm making a too much out of this or whatever But everyone was talking about how it was unfair that Kevin Durant went and joined the uh, Golden State Warriors and that, you know, you had, besides Kevin Durant, you had Draymond Green, you had Klay Thompson, and you had Stephon Curry, the last two being one of the best three-point shooters duos elite duos in the NBA and uh, saying how it was unfair and that Kevin Durant wimped out and blah, 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 blah. And I, I defended Kevin Durant to the umpteenth cause he was a free agent. He decided to go where he wanted to go. Uh, too bad for the other teams that didn't pick him up. There was a team probably one that wanted to get him and because he went to a team that had been in the finals twice and were one and one in the finals um and one of those times they they beat Kevin Durant at a horrible way uh when when the um uh, uh, uh the Thunder were up 3-1 and, and Golden State came back that he decided to go to Golden State and I had explained to everyone that, that would listen and they would listen reasonably Now, Kevin Durant, if you ever watched him, if you know anything about him, and now if you've listened to earlier uh, a few years back when we had Mac, um, Mac was very outspoken. But one thing he did know, because he's from that D.C. area, is is Kevin Durant. And he explained to us more than once on the air that Kevin Durant was, in fact, a team type of player, wasn't the type of guy that he wanted to – It all be on himself told told Mac himself, coach me. That's what I want to be. I want to be coached. Okay. Not like he, because I was a big NBA star that I couldn't listen to somebody that was trying to tell me something to benefit me. Well, like I said, and I keep on saying Kevin Durant is a team first guy, not a me first guy. He knows it takes a team to win basketball games and to win championships. And, like I had said, since Golden State was playing the way we, they were and won their first second first championship and got to the second but lost it and got to the third, they played team basketball, but I hadn't talked about team basketball uh, um, with with the start of Golden State. I talked about team basketball when the San Antonio Spurs schooled the Cleveland Cavaliers and Kevin uh, uh, and um, um, uh, um, LeBron James, unmercifully when they played in the finals, and I said back then it was all about team basketball. It was all about playing team basketball, and that's going the going trend. Just like baseball, I wouldn't say baseball, just like football, basketball is a copycat league they see something that works they're going to try to copy it for their team and try to get to the same level as the team that played that way to get to the championship san antonio was the epitome of that and greg popovich playing team basketball golden state carried it one step further and has been continuing to carry it with the same core guys that they've had with the addition of this year of Kevin Durant. Team basketball, okay? A guy that's going to give up the ball for the betterment of the team, for his teammate who had the better shot, and move the ball around to, to stress, the, stress the defense. Well, that's a roundabout way. To where I'm getting to now. What I'm getting to is this about building these super teams. Now I'm not saying this is a super team but it's got the makings of let me put it that way. Um, you got a a NBA all-star point guard that gets traded to a team that has another NBA all-star on his team in um, um. Oh my God, I can't believe his name Chris Paul went there Along with uh, um, the bearded one And they're going to team up In Houston uh, With possibly other pieces To create their own super team Now I'm going to see what happens Quite naturally, right now Chris Paul hasn't got, gotten blasted Or whatever, which is fine be, and, and and not really land basis For going to a team Because he couldn't win with the with the with the team as in the LA Clippers who had um Blake Griffin and also um um Mr. Jordan. And now he goes over to with um the bearded one and I can't I, I can't believe uh believe I can't remember this guy's name Arden. James Harden. Thank you very much. James Harden and company, um, who's a a very prolific scorer in his own right, along and being able to get a point guard like Chris Paul to team up with him. Now, in my opinion, he couldn't do it in the Clippers, so he finally gave up and supposedly for the last few years, him and and Doc uh, Rivers had not been getting along. They hadn't been seen eye to eye, whatever that means. I mean, you hear about this bad blood after the fact when he's on he's on his on his way at, in Houston right now with James Harden. And uh, word is now I'm not sure if it's going to happen that um, Paul George may be going there, or a good a really good friend of Chris Paul is, and I'm going to talk about it is. Um, Carmelo Anthony, really good friends With Chris Paul, real tight So there's a possibility Carmelo wants out of New York So there's a real Good possibility That uh, uh, he may be going there But first of all, I want to talk about Mr. Chris Paul, which I was a little Surprised he went to Houston But uh, to go with Harden Which is, in my opinion um, They're going to be fighting For the basketball, but we'll see what happens I want to get Mr. Yeah. FSP. What?
3: Well, thank you for for giving it to me. I got to tell you, it's not like he chose to go to Houston. He was traded. He has one more year in his contract, and Houston made an offer to the Clippers. So the Clippers like, well, if I'm going to get something out of him, since I'm, he's going to leave anyway, I might as well get Patrick Beverly, who is a viable defensive I think first-team defensive player, Um, so you got a good uh, distributor of the basketball and defensive player in return, plus uh, two other players, um, and a protected top three pick in next year's draft. Now, I don't know who's going to be in the top three next year, um, but it's going to be one of those picks going to the Clippers. Now, there are some decent players coming, but we'll see. Don't be surprised if Blake Griffin doesn't get traded as well to grab a pick. Now that uh, um, Paul has gone, um, they both opted. And the reason why uh, Chris Paul was gone is because he opted into the last year of his contract. So he had one more, I think two more years. But this year was set up where he could opt to make it his last. Right. And thus, once he finished this year, he could become – an unrestricted free agent. So, uh, instead of getting the oodles and oodles of money that he could have gotten, you know, the following year, even though he will be he'll be thirty-seven, thirty-nine, or something like that next year, um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: the Clippers made the business decision. He doesn't want to be here. Whether he likes it or not, doesn't matter. But since he doesn't want to be here, let me get something for him, and they got relatively young and a draft pick out of it. Now you gotta remember Jerry West is now running things over there in Clipperland.
2: That's right. Not Doc
3: Rivers. Not Doc Rivers. And and Jerry West said, you know what, I'm not gonna take any credit for having to go over the state, you know, at least this past year, even though he was the architect, but this was his last hurrah at you know, the NBA so he's going to try to shake things up. And that's what he did when he went to go to the state. He changed the culture a little bit. Excuse me. He brought in young talent that people didn't really believe in but was coachable. Now, with Chris Paul going to Houston, you push James Harden out of the point guard spot, which he flourished in this year. But you push him out of that spot back to the two guard, and Chris Paul is now the distributor. So Chris Paul averaged, what, 18 points a game and maybe 9 or 10 rebounds a game? or, or uh, assist the game. Assist,
1: yeah, that's fine. Like that,
3: yeah. And that's what Beverly did. But now you have somebody that can actually shoot the ball and be dangerous with the ball. Not saying Beverly wasn't, but he's nowhere near uh as talented as Chris Paul. Now, you wrote the Mellow issue. I read uh online that was the possibility as well. Now that Phil Jackson has been fired and I heard a whole. Bunch
2: wait a minute, of wait, minute, wait, a minute. I, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What'd you say? What'd you say? You didn't know that? No, say that again? Yeah. Say it again.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay.
2: Are you finished. Yes, I, I am. I, I, I had I had to do that. I had to do that.
3: <laughs> well, like I said, uh, you and a whole bunch of the New Yorkers have that feeling, but you're a Jersey guy, so anyway, mm-hmm. um, now that Phil is gone, I think there's going to there's gonna be a strong effort to keep Mello. and uh, Porzingis. uh <clears throat> excuse me. Now that the first round draft pick already hurt his knee. He already hurt his knee at the first workout, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it was too, too big of a deal, but uh, he got injured. Um, but think about it this way. Melo can leave the Big Apple and go to a team that might go to the NBA finals um, or the uh, Western Conference finals and run into either one of three or four teams, Golden state San Antonio um well he's going to be playing for Houston if he if he does make that move
2: uh, well well let, then, let me again, let me uh, interject, inter- interject there if he goes to Houston it's going to be in a trade if he goes to Cleveland he'll 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 opt out I heard that I heard that, uh, that earlier that he would he'd, he'd be willing to opt out uh if it's going to Cleveland okay and for, but, quite nasty when he opts out I think he's owed like over $50 million, I think he's going to, he'll be willing to opt out for less, I don't know how much less, but not much less, but less if he if he's able to go to Cleveland, uh, just walk to Cleveland, or he'll um, um, I guess be willing to get traded to Houston. So like I said, he's close friends with Chris Paul and that would be a hell of a team to go up against. Chris Paul, James Harden, um, uh, uh, um, Mello
1: and and Mello. Trevor Ariza. Uh, yes, it'll
3: be, no, I mean, it'll be yeah. Mello, Trevor Ariza, and then you'd have Capella. The problem is, Mello really isn't a, a, a power forward. He's a he's he's a small forward, and you'd have to put um, Ariza on the bench because Eric Gordon is a guard, and he's their sixth man. So. I honestly think that would not be a good move because um, right now the um, the the Rockets look like Paul, Ariza, excuse me, Paul, uh, Harden, Arisa, Capella at center and Anderson at uh, power forward. So, um, I mean that's that's pretty young and pretty talented right there, but. Uh, I don't think Melo would work in the seven seconds or less offense. He didn't like it when Antonio. Dan, well, he did his Dan Antonio's first year um, when he uh, was there. Melo was, I believe, MVP of the league, and they went to the uh, to the N.F. not the NFC, the uh, Eastern Conference final. Well, almost mm-hmm. the Eastern Conference final. So he might that might work. You know, with the coach, the friend, and the team, but. He's not a power forward, in my opinion, not at all. He might be able to guard a power forward, but he ain't blocking nobody down in the box or block, uh, backing nobody down in the box. That's not him.
0: But he mm-hmm. also
3: got Paul George out there. You know, Paul George, who everybody thought had made going to L.A. didn't take place. Um, so he still is a restricted free agent who might get traded. And um, from what I'm hearing, the Celtics want a piece up. So mm-hmm. I think of it like this, the Celtics. I can oh. see him going to the Celtics, Carmelo going to the Celtics and making that team that much. But he's got to play defense, though. That's the thing. He's got to play defense. Um, but I don't know about these two top players getting moved because that still leaves Blake Griffin to land somewhere. Somebody even said, and I saw it, <clears throat> that Melo was considering Cleveland I mean, or Paul George was considering Cleveland or the Wizards, and to me, I think Cleveland's on the downswing. It's it's same here. On that
2: same here. That's yeah, how I, that's many, how
1: I feel.
3: It's not too many young, talented players on Cleveland anymore. Yeah, you got your big three. J.R. Smith is not going to be your your keep, go-to guy.
2: I keep Sumford saying it's a, a, it, not, it's two and a half. To me, it's always been two and a half. It's not big three. They may say it's big three, but it's two and a half. You got well, um, Ky- Kyrie Irving, you got LeBron James, and you got the half is, is Kevin Love. Half the time, he, he, he's a, a big third, and half the time, he's not. So he's two and a half to me. So you I never know what, he, what you're going to get with him. He's like Forrest Gump. You never know what you're going to get uh, with him.
3: But I don't blame that on him. I don't. I blame that on the system. This was catered to go to either Kyrie or LeBron. Kevin Love is, even though he got a championship, uh, his talent is being wasted as a third option. He needs to be a two option. Honestly, he needs to be the number two option. Um, he would not be that on most teams uh, that already have two major stars. You know, he he wouldn't. Um he can go to a place like, let me see, go, uh, not Golden State. He can go to a place like uh, uh, Utah, if Gordon, you know, gets traded or gets out of mm-hmm. his his, uh, his contract and do that. He can go to a place like um, Atlanta and do I
2: that. I think I think uh, Gordon um, did not opt out. I think he wants to stay in Utah. I, I think he didn't opt out of that, if I'm not mistaken. I think I, I saw something like that. That yeah, He did not opt out um, or is not going to opt out. Let me put it that way. So.
3: Um, well, yeah. Then I, you know what? I can see Kevin Love, and believe it or not, if he gets cut or whatever, I can see him going to the uh, Lakers. I can see him going mm-hmm. to the Lakers. Because mm-hmm. there he would be the one or two option in that young offense. He would be the one or two option there. Um, But back to, to, to George or Melo, you know, with the Wizards, you've got Markeith Morris, Bradley Beal, and John Wall. Gortat is a good center, but he's not a defensive center. His defense is not that good. Right. I could see Paul George going down there, um, pushing, uh, because Otto Porter might not re-sign. He might not re-sign. And if he doesn't resign, that's fine, because if we get Paul George, that's a small forward that you put right in there. And you put that four plus Gortat on on the floor. And the Wizards, to me, they become, and remember, I already said Cleveland's falling, so Cleveland's number three, in my opinion. I think it's between uh, the Celtics and Wizards, quite honestly. But um, Carmelo leaving New York, you know, it is what it is, but New York's not going to go where it needs to go in the next two years, so it makes sense for him to leave while he still has, you know, uh, sorry about that, a couple of years left um, in the in the tank to be a, a um, leading threat and not just a supporting
2: threat, if you understand what I mean by that. Sure, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Well, you know, I want to get your take on – uh, and I, every time I bring this guy's name up, i got to do this. Phil Jackson.
1: Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
2: i got to do that every time because it, it's, it's been a long time coming. And James Dolan, the owner of the um of the, uh, Don't do that Knicks.
3: Saturday. Huh? Don't do that Saturday.
2: What do you mean? What do you mean?
3: If I if I mention that individual's name Saturday, don't hit that button.
2: What individual's name?
3: The individual you played that music for. I'm not gonna say <laughs> the name. Just want to hit the button.
2: <laughs> Wait, am I am I running the board again t- on Saturday? Are you? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have the capabilities with all your winnings. You don't have the capabilities.
3: It wasn't winnings, and no, because I am my Wi-Fi won't be set up until the seventh, and the... I've used all my my hotspot time <laughs> on my phone.
2: So, wow! Wow! Do it,
3: yeah. I I use that in like two days, dude. Well, let so me
2: ask, let me let me ask you something before we get, go any further in talking about the Knicks. Why is it taking two weeks? basically 2 weeks you got
3: yeah you got to talk to, get... to you got to talk to the, the the people that run this stuff here AT&T uh runs that mess and I tried to get a better or earlier date and uh they wouldn't do it um, now the direct tv uh even though they're all by the same company uh I was able to move that date up so I got that on Monday Tuesday one or the other and uh just the internet. And and the thing about that is and I want people to know this, AT and T they own Direct T V if yes. you didn't know. Yes. And they I was talking to the installer whereas Direct T V was taking care of their installers. A T and T came in and slashed his his benefits and stuff like that. And now uh they have separate people that install the cable as well as some people that install the uh, internet. So what? now yeah. So there are AT and T people that do the internet and then there are AT and T people that do the you know, dish. The the direct T V. Right. So people are getting trained so it'll only be one call. But the individual I got was not one of them, which is fine. Not a big deal. Talked to Dude. Had a good time. Um You know, might even got my my gambling buddy to take me uh, to the casinos and go fishing and stuff out here. But anyway, um, that's why uh, it's taking so long, because of the way the system is set up. And they make you get a phone line, a a home phone here, in order to get, you know, uh, DSL. I'm like, I don't want D- to D-
2: one. I don't need do D-S- DSL?
3: Yeah. That's the way I can get Wi-Fi out here, where I am.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. DSL. You can't get, you can't get any kind of broadband other than DSL?
3: Not where I am. Unless I went wow. to Cox. But Cox apparently uh, has the, the best Internet service, but it is uh, two times as much as I'm paying for oh. uh, the AT and T, and I'm like, nah, that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I just got
3: the bundle, you know, the satellite and the Wi-Fi or the mm-hmm. uh, internet. You
1: mm-hmm. know, it's not
3: that bad, but that is the cause of, of why I have no internet capabilities. Wow. Up until and and,
2: and, and when you get it, and when you get it, you're getting DSL.
3: I know. Wow. is the good news is that's all I got. Uh, I'm gonna use it for just, you know, playing my video games, my kids playing their video games, or you know, streaming uh, movies and stuff. It's not like we need it because our phones are already uh, taken care of with all that. Uh, but well,
2: what what about what about what, like what you're doing right now? You you're gonna have to use the net for that.
3: Yeah, like I said, it's not a big deal. But this isn't oh. happening, you know, every day.
1: Right, that's once true.
3: Or tw- so it's not going to be that big of a problem. Not happy mm. with it, but that's what it is.
1: Mm.
3: Mm. Dude, when you when you are in a development, things that are out here, fiber optics haven't been run or stuff like that. So you know, it is what it is.
2: Wow. Wow, you are. Twenty years behind, close to twenty Listen, years behind.
3: What, I, I got you, but this is what I got. Wow, man. wow, that's why it's so cheap, I like guess.
2: Wow, you got to We got to converse offline, man, because um, um, where you are at? <laughs> oh boy, um, it's uh the Heartland.
3: Oh, I know. And get this, get this. Mm -hmm. This is the funny thing. Where I'm at might send me back to where I was. What? Yep. Because that's where they're going. What? Yep. So, I might be there in the next couple months.
2: Get out of here. For how
3: long? Maybe nine. What? What? Yep.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> lucky, lucky you. We got to talk offline, man. Got to talk offline because uh, it sounds like some crazy things are happening just a week into you being in the States.
3: Yeah, but, you know, um, it, I'll find out in a couple weeks what the real deal is. But for now, well, excuse me, but for now, um, I'm going to enjoy the good USF US of a um, heartland Fourth of July uh, the new house which I'll show you and uh, you know setting up things for the future.
2: Okay. Um. All right. Like now I we're said. Yeah. Talking about
1: the Knicks. Yeah.
2: Let's talk about the Knicks right now, man. What, what's your thoughts on, um, and I'm not going to say his name, the president of uh, of the Knicks um, getting tossed, and now um, it seems like all of uh, uh, Nickdom, I should say, is rejoicing in in the uh, uh, releasing or parting ways of Mr. Um, the president of uh, the Knicks, and um, the hopes that things will get turned around. Uh, because of no more triangle. If you
3: seen the video that Michael Rabaport put up, he wants, (laughs) yes, I did. Okay. So, you know, he wants him to go sit down with Charles Oakley Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: have a sit down, have a talk an Italian style talk, you know, with him and bring him in and, and be a part of that whole, uh, Zen change and all that. Um, I will tell you this. Joe Jackson is an interesting person. Um, just in case. Hallelujah,
1: Hallelujah, in a moving bed, without a witness. Hallelujah. Oh man.
3: Okay. <laughs> that
1: individual uh,
3: is what a, a great coach. Does not always translate to someone being good or or decent in the um in in the office, you know. Um, now I will say this: having Derrick Rose, Porzingis, and Carmelo as your you know your three big three, so to speak, that's not bad. It's not, but Rose, uh, I don't know. Jury still out he's going to get back to the form he was or have the impact that he had. Um,
2: I don't think Porzingis, he had the desire.
3: I don't know. Well, like, That might be it. That might be it. Um, but you got Porzingis, who's young and decides, well, you know what, I, I don't even want to talk to, to uh, the Zen master, so I'm just going to not show up to my meeting. So that tells you how I feel about him. And so he's ready to to either go somewhere else or have a, a regime change. Then Mello gets tossed under the bus like a couple days before the end of the season, or just before the, uh, or just after the end of the season. And you can tell the morale was not there. Um, no matter what coach you put in that position, uh, whether you want to run the triangle or you know seven seconds of of, of whatever. Uh, old oh boy does it down in, in Houston called it, um, you, you're going to have dysfunction because you have players that don't buy into that system or they're playing it because that's what's been dictated from above as opposed to what the head coach really wants to do. Um, you know, uh, there are some things that you got to look at and say, well, you know what, um, a change is coming, but is it greener on the other side? who's going to be the new you know GM or president of operations is he or she going to want to bring in their own coach you know are they going to try to jettison the contracts of what they have because face believe it or not or face it the the Knicks really aren't in a rebuilding mode yet they aren't they need to find a way to gel with what they have and then begin to jettison players i guarantee you. If Rose comes back healthy and mindset is good, Melo does not get traded, and Porzingis, you know, continues to improve, the Nets are going to be somebody to deal with. They're going to make the playoffs. And, and I'll tell you, uh, they'll be a five, maybe a six to – to
1: Who? Who?
3: Six to four seed. Who? They'll be a six to four. The Who? Knicks. The Knicks? The Knicks. Yes, oh,
2: okay. will be a,
3: a six to four seed if, if uh, the players come back healthy with the right mindset, and uh, you know play together because there were times where they looked pretty good on the floor all together. When you have is Melo, and Rose on the floor at the same time, there was a time they looked good, you know. But injuries then. Other breakdowns happened, and it became, hey, you know what? This ain't going to happen.
2: Well, but let you me, give in the me... right
3: mindset. Go ahead.
2: No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I,
3: I, I, be- I was going to say, because they're better than the Bulls, and the Bulls were good until they traded you know, Jimmy Butler. Zach Levine's good, but Zach Levine isn't going to be your guy anymore. He's not going to be your guy. You know, Dwayne Wade's old and long in the tooth, still can do it a little bit but not be the guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, so the Bulls are gone. You got um, Milwaukee, who can step up to that four or five plateau because they're young, they're talented, they're and, and I believe their point guard got rookie of the year. Yeah. You know, um, so the Greek freak is, is taking that team somewhere, and their center... Is coming to his own, so Milwaukee could be up there too. Um, well, but of that, I don't see too many other solid teams in the East.
2: Well, I just happened to um, browse on ESPN's website because I have internet.
3: Uh, go ahead and rub it in.
2: <laughs> and it seems like um, the coach from Kentucky, John Calipari has made inquiries to the Knicks on the president of basketball operations of the Knicks, with the caveat that he would want to coach as well.
3: Ooh! So he went to them as opposed to them going to him?
2: As, yeah, the, the Knicks have drawn interest from Kentucky coach John Calipari for the team's vacant president of operations role, a sentiment that is not mutual at this time.
3: But you know what? I would tell you this: It's time for Calipari to leave Kentucky.
1: Why you say it's that?
3: It's time? Well, because because he's not the big draw that he was before.
2: Sure, he is. His um, team is
3: well, absolutely,
2: absolutely. Kentucky's a long storied um, um, college basketball know. team with with great college basketball history. With a coach that has um, um, five star players uh, to play for him, even if even if it's most of them playing for one year, with a high profile coach that's not afraid to talk to speak his opinion, and is a very 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 good coach. Um,
3: I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that that wasn't the case. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Calipari looks at what Boston did in two years Mm -hmm. under a coach that was young, had the talent, did all this other stuff, and changed the culture. He also feels as though he can do that. He's going to have his shot. He didn't do well in Boston. Got it. He didn't. But Calipari is a New York type of guy. Is where you would get your free agents. That is where you would get somebody saying, okay, look, John Calipari knows what he's doing. Um, he can build because he can recruit. Now, recruiting a, a professional versus a, a a high school kid, you know, it's totally different, but you bring them to New York. You bring them to New York, and you're saying, look, we have this player, that player, but we can build around you know, you and this person or that person. And you'd believe it because of his personality. What you don't understand, don't know just yet is can he run the day-to-day operations as well as coach at the same time? That's the thing you don't
2: know. Um, well, that's why you, that's why you uh, um, depend on your assistants. I think the, the assistant that's really been doing a lot um, uh, in the front office is, uh, I think his name is Steve Mills if I'm not mistaken, that um, more or less Phil Jackson hasn't been there. So, I mean, he's been there, but not been there. And this guy, Steve Mills, has been dealing with the, the day-to-day and doing all the uh, hard work, let me put it that way. So, I mean, well, he, he's, I, it's not like he's he's, he's going to do it all on his own, but uh, I, I understand what you're saying.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, I think if Tyler Perry shows interest, New York is going to reciprocate at some point, especially um, if that's those are the things he wants. That's fine, but how much is it going to cost him to get out of the contract of the current coach? That'll probably be the problem. You know, I believe it's Derek Fisher, or yeah, I think it's Fish. Um, and Fish keeps getting in trouble, you know, DWIs or or getting fellatio from Matt Barnes's old wife and crashing cars and. You know, so you can fire him for several reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But um, how much is it going to cost the organization to do that? You know, that, that'll that be my thought process.
2: Um, well, we'll let me let, let me ask you this. How about a New York guy that is born and raised in New York that currently is not in the coaching scene but has coached in the NBA that knows New York because um, he played for New York at one point, Mark Jackson. The thing is
3: Mark Jackson has a church on the West Coast And he's very dedicated to that congregation Mark Jackson Is a very good coach But I don't think he would be able to um, To take that team And turn them into The You know Golden State East The reason why is because Mark Jackson demands a certain type of, of loyalty. Meaning you're not going to skip out and we got to find you. And then I'm going to put you back on the court when you become available. No, mm-hmm. if you got problems, come talk to me. Let me help you learn from me. He's, he's a Jason kid type of coach. So the young kids respect him because they know what he did in, in back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there, the, the knock on him is going to always be: you had the same team that um, Steve Kerr did, but Steve Kerr took them to the championship every year he was there. You failed uh, to get them past the second round, of the first round, with the same talent. So why should I? Tell yeah, that yeah, you yeah, yeah. See, right but,
2: but but you got to understand something too: that talent. gets more experience each and every season and yeah. and and he he was right on the edge of where that talent was going um and when they canned him and uh I mean maybe it was a good thing that that they got a new new voice in there for whatever reason, but I think he could have probably done not maybe uh, with the talent he had um I think he probably could have done the same thing. I think he could have done the same thing with the talent he had. Um, and he just wasn't, he put that talent to that certain level. And then Steve Kerr just kind of, um, jumped in his seat as the, as the bus was going and just kept on going. So, um, well, I
3: agree with that. I agree with that for the first year being out there and working with the team, uh, for the flag and all that. Um, so Steve Kerr's first year as head coach I saw that you know, Draymond, But he made some changes That Mark Jackson didn't do He put Iguodala on the bench Started Draymond Green He Told David West Look I love you but We're going to go uh, You're making all this money But now you're going to the bench too And I'm going to let Festus Azealy play I'm going to let uh, Bogut play those are the things that Mark Jackson chose not to do when he could have done the same thing. Now, mm-hmm. there's a loyalty thing there, and I get it, I get it. But Draymond Green flourished that year. You know, Festus Ezeli flourished that year. Uh, Bogut flourished that year, and and uh, my man West, I believe it was West, uh, he he accepted his role and and went to the bench, collect. He was the highest-paid player on the team at the time, the center. And, uh, you know, those were things that those small little changes were the reasons why the Golden State Warriors ended up going to the championship that year and winning that year. Um, so David Lee, I'm sorry, David Lee, not West, David Lee. Um, so when I say, will Mark Jackson go to New York and And, you know Turn them to go to State West I don't think it'll happen And I don't think it'll happen because He'll be loyal to You know, those big players In the contracts And he might not see when it's time To let, you know Whoever it is the Knicks drafted To take over for Derrick Rose He might not see that Okay, look, Melo's that guy But he probably needs to come off the bench now You know he might not see that. He might have learned from his, his, his time at Golden State and, and watching what they did after he left. But listen, the guy, he's a great coach for the uh, for the the player. Great player's coach, I should say. But are you going to be able to make that tough decision and say, look, I love you, Melo. You know it. But it's time for you to be the sixth man, and let me bring in X, Y, Z. Because you want to win, I want to win. And this guy, he's young, he's hungry, and right now he's playing both ends of the ball. And this will save your legs. Is he able to do that? I don't know. I don't know. And besides, I think he's happy and content at doing um, doing color commentary and running his church uh, But but To answer your question fully I think that Jackson could be a very good coach For the But I don't think with that group That he has It's going to work I think he needs to have at least One or two of them gone Either Rose And, and Mellogon Or Mellogon and stay with Porzingis and the young guys because he's going to find shooters. He's going to find you some shooters. But uh, I don't think he's 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 ready for that New York gig as it is. A couple of changes need to be made, you know, in my opinion.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Let's talk about let's talk football uh, with the with the last few minutes that we have. All right, we got a guy that we had talked about I think last week or not last week, week before last, whatever, that uh got a hundred and twenty five million dollar contract. Rich richest quarterback in the league, twenty five million dollars. I think it's forty million guaranteed forty million guaranteed, seventy million um with an injury clause, I think it, it that he gets. If he, if he gets injured it probably can't play anymore his highest play pair right now right now in the National Football League is Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders um a lot of responsibility come with, with, with that amount of money each year comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of weight a lot of pressure put on a young man that um got hurt near the end of the year and and uh, but the Raiders had a 12 and three record. Got ousted by the uh, Houston Texans in the playoffs, um, and expected to Uh, make that. Excuse me. I said, "Oh, geez." That's the truth. I'm just, I'm just spouting the truth here. It's not nothing. There's no uh, alternate, alternate facts here. Um, And and um, they're expected to make make that leap uh, to contend with the. uh, uh Super Bowl champs in, in a perennial I wouldn't say perennial but for the most part it is perennial opponent in the AFC uh Conference Championship uh New England Patriots to uh make that next leap. Um did we ever finish talking about the West or I I'm, I'm, I can't recall. Oh, we
3: we, we finished the West. Um okay. I did anyway. I did the entire West. Okay. Um again, All right. I said that Denver's going to be about 3.13. Oh.
2: Oh. oh, I meant uh, I to tell you that. I meant to tell you. You only had a half-hour show, right?
3: No, I had about an hour show. You did. Yeah, it was about okay. an hour. Okay, well, I, I well like let me five or ten minutes in overtime.
2: Well, let me let me tell you something. Go go back and listen to your show. I don't know if you ever listened to your show, but about ten or fifteen minutes into the show, no audio. So you were talking literally, literally, literally talking to yourself. Uh, trust me when I tell you that, because I I, I uh, wanted to see what you, I see. I wanted to see what you said, and you lost it ten minutes into the show. Nothing after that. Okay, now, I could be wrong. I, I had I checked it twice, and, and that's what I got.
3: Well, I'm definitely going to need you to run the board this week. Hopefully uh, your daytime job doesn't interrupt your your side job because um, then at least I'll know if my audio drops or whatever and you can pick it up and, and run with it.
1: Yeah, um, I,
3: like,
2: I sure like to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> Me too. I'm working on that. I'm working on that.
2: It's been a free ride for what six years, ten years, whatever it is.
3: It ain't ten years, and it ain't free. As much as I got to deal with your mouth, nothing is free.
2: Six years, man. You you know what? You got to have a (laughs) yang for the you got to have a ying for the yang, man, or vice versa, whatever. Can't all go in the same same direction. You got to have a bumping of the heads to make it that much more interesting. So. um,
3: Oh yes. Oh yes. But. It's it's not what you think. I told you, it's not exactly what you
2: think. No, no, I no. I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking anything no, okay. at all. I'm just
1: saying. Well, of uh, course it, you
2: never think. You never think. I know. I uh,
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
3: uh, um, I am going to. I am going to talk to the people at Fox and uh, see if they can start carrying the show. Uh, it's an opportunity. And the thing about it is, that's hard times. There is no going in overtime. There is no uh, us talking for like 20 minutes. No, it's 15-minute segments, and you're in and out, and you're playing actual radio commercials for 10 yeah. minutes. So, yeah, no
2: problem. Uh, I can, I, I it's, but, I'm, I'm, I'm flexible, man. I, I, I can, I can, um, I can march to it to that drummer.
3: Well, that's the opportunity that I'm working on, and we'll see. Um, it might be broadcast out in VA, but it gives you opportunities to go to all of these events um, and go to Radio Row uh, for the draft that it goes back to New York or wherever. If you're willing to travel and be a uh, a correspondent for your program, um, it gives you opportunity to do so, so uh, that would be what we all would need to do. Okay. But for me, of course, I would have to take leave to do any of that stuff, unless it was close nearby, um, and probably not. One thing I did learn though, I am gonna have an opportunity to go to Chiefs mini camp uh, once I go to work. So uh, I'll. I'll I grabbed a few interviews there.
2: The Chiefs minicamp? Yeah. How far is that from you?
3: A couple hours. Okay. Because Kansas City is about uh, about, um, three hours or so. About two to three hours away. Something like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, I can go to St. Louis. That's five hours, though. That's that's five to six hours.
2: St. Louis so, for what? The
1: uh,
3: for the hockey, for oh. the
2: um.
1: What else baseball in St.
3: Louis? Yeah, baseball, baseball, and baseball. baseball and hockey. Um. I can't remember the other sport because I know football is gone. But they don't have basketball. It was hockey, indoor, I believe. They got indoor arena football and something else. Okay. But, yeah. At any rate, um, Derek Carr. I th- I think Derek Carr is a, is a guy that's well-deserving of that money. Um, working out there. For like three years, the highlight was going to, like I said, work for the Golden State Warrior Games and going to the Raider Games. I actually became somewhat of a Raider fan. Um, It was during Carson Palmer's time, um, probably the year if I'm not mistaken, but it's an exciting time to be an Oakland Raider. He's worth all that money. Like he said, he acts just like Tom Brady did back in the day. But the Patriots didn't listen to Tom Brady. They didn't sign it. Edelman. I mean, not Edelman. Uh, Wes Welker, or anything like that. That they just wrote with Edelman. Um, but Parr <clears throat> said it wasn't about the, the money. It was more about how much he can save the organization so that they can sign Amari Cooper. Jackson just got re-signed today. Um, and a couple other players, but like it's gonna to come to the point. It's gonna be Cooper or Crabtree. They're they're gonna end up splitting unless one of them takes less money, because Carr has the money. Jackson has sixty five million dollars, I believe Cooper's up next, and then shortly after him is gonna be Crabtree. And your def- no, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack's coming up. Um, and you Khalil know Mack gonna will
2: up. not get an e- extension until two thousand eighteen. I just read that today.
3: That's next year, bro.
2: I know that.
0: So, I know that. Like
3: I said, he, I said he's up next. So he's up next, and then Cooper. I think they're about the same time frame, or Cooper's right after Khalil. Um, so Crabtree looks like he's an odd man out, unless one of those two take less money, or you know, a couple of contracts get restructured. the The point is, the Raiders have an opportunity before they go to, to Vegas to make a lot of noise. And I have them going to the AFC
2: championship at the minimum. Well, let, let me ask you something. Okay. And, and you talked about this. Um, well, I, you, you, you you talked about it, but I don't think anybody heard it. I hate to say it like that. So I'm going to rehash a little bit of it. Uh, and I'm going to just specifically talk about the AFC West, Denver, Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers, and Oakland Raiders. Do you know those five teams have the four. top four hardest schedule this year? Yes,
3: Yes, I do. And it goes Broncos number one, uh, Kansas City number two, uh, Chargers number three, and Oakland number four. Exactly. How to end up that way, I'm not sure, because right. Oakland went further than any of the teams.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
3: yes, one, two, three, four. I, I know. That was part yes. of what I was saying in my analysis. And that feeds into why I think Denver is going to be 3-13 and 13, uh, because they have got all the components, except they are not short at quarterback. And right now, neither quarterback is is good. Neither. So unless that offensive line has developed a set of bootstraps and they're going to start moving people, they're going to be wasting Demarius Thomas and and Emmanuel Sanders' talent at wide receiver and the young kid they got playing the slot. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. going to be somewhat of a waste of their abilities. And then you got Von Miller, Harris, um, uh, uh, Akeem, not Akeem, Akeem. Um, Khalid, Ward, all those guys, they're going to be balls. Team doesn't go to uh, a, a potent, potent running offense and occasionally pass and just play defense. They're going to be three and 13.
2: Mm-hmm. And well, let me, let me, let me, uh, I said in, in contrast, in contrast, now you you land the hell out of me. About what I was talking about a few weeks ago. And in contrast, those four teams in the AFC West have the hardest schedule in the NFL. And in contrast, 32 is the Indianapolis Colts. Tied for 30th, they can, you can whatever you want to say, 31-30, 30-30 oh, yeah. is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. And tied for 25th with the easiest schedule it's the Houston Texans. So
3: that's fine. That that means that means that I have a better opportunity on what I said about uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee. Now, the, before we go back down that road, <laughs> I want to point something out. And something you you said. Go ahead. And say all the time. You said all the time when we go over our predictions. It's not who you play but when you're playing.
2: Exactly. When you look
3: at the schedule, when you look at the schedules of the West, of the AFC West, Oakland has a very good dispersion of when they play these teams. So they're not going to get hit with a whole bunch of tough games back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Back, 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 back. Unlike Denver will. Denver has a murderer's row. A murderer's row. Um, Oakland... Team that won a division and a team that was uh, uh, stacked uh, on the offensive side of the ball. They had a very well balanced um, schedule for the fourth hardest schedule in the league, um, and it's not because of who they play, but when they're playing them. Okay. So I'm sticking to my guns and saying they're going to be 13 and three, 12 and, and uh, 12 and four, because it's just spread out so good for them. And I think they're by week's week nine or week 10, which is perfect for them. You know, they get a breather right smack dab in the middle of the season, so to speak, because I got them going to the postseason. They're going to need that break. Um, Contrarily, Denver's is like the fourth week. Not good for them. Kansas City, who I believe I have at number two, or number three. No, I had uh San Diego number two I believe. But they're not gonna be in I believe I had Kansas City and and um Kansas City and San Diego at ten and six. Uh,
1: you, mean, I you mean Los Angeles.
3: Yeah, Los Angeles and, and uh Kansas City at ten and six if I'm not mistaken or, or nine and seven. One was nine and seven, one was ten and six. Um but because of who they play when they play them or when they play somebody, you know, and like uh, coming up to um, Arrowhead in October and beyond is not good for a lot of teams because of the weather.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: it also depends on, you know, how the offense is going. Is it still Alex Smith or is it McComb? Or or uh, I can't get the kid's last name, or I apologize, uh, Texas Tech quarterback. Um it depends on who the quarterback is at the time. You know, neither one of them has fairly strong arms to zip it through cold air. And with Spencer Ware being the lead back now, you know, it's still on to Patrick. running back talking about pa-
2: Patrick Mahomes?
3: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: but with Spencer Ware being the lead back now, you know, and, and Sir Kendrick West. And whoever else fighting for third down time, Jerry Macklin's gone. That means Conley becomes the number one receiver. And Tariq Hill, Tariq Hill isn't going to be that great on special teams because he's gonna be fighting the the you know, the press coverage. He's got speed. They're gonna have to double team him. But you know he's just a nine guy. But you don't have a nine guy at quarterback in Alex Smith. You just don't. But no, he's not necessarily the,
1: he's not
2: necessarily a nine guy because he can he can take a, take a slot uh, um, a, a catch from the slot yeah. and take it to the house. So he's just not 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 he, just he, not a nine guy.
3: That is correct. But for for the uh, intermediate and short routes, that's why you got Cleese. That's why you got him to take mm-hmm. that pressure off. And mm-hmm. Conley is your first down guy. He's your jump ball guy. Hill, he's your burner. He's your, beat the cornerback and run past the safety and catch the ball. Catch a, catch a, a, a skinny post and go. You know, that, that's his role. So you got okay. the weapons, but who's the quarterback? Now, you got him. In San Diego, very young on defense. Believe it or not, their defense is going to be probably second best in the division behind Denver. Just gonna be honest, Denver's defense is still gonna be that good, but they're gonna be on the field a lot because of the quarterback. Okay, now, with that being said, I gotta think about uh, what the Chargers are gonna be doing. You know, they got double tight end sets. You're gonna have to, because Antonio Gates and Henry, are Hunter Henry, are two exceptional. But again, you got Watt at fullback blocking for Gordon. You know, you can't depend on Allen anymore at at, uh, receiver because he can't finish the season. He's getting hurt all the time. That means uh, the kid out of Clemson is going to have to step up. You know, Terrence Williams, he's going to have to have another good year. But San Diego's defense with Joey Bosa, with Leggett and and all those guys up front putting pressure on, that's good because now the corners aren't going to have to cover but for so long. They're still going to have to cover, but it's not going to be as long as it would have been without that pressure up front. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And you know Phillip Rivers is going to wing it. If Gordon has a similar season to last year before he got hurt, San Diego could conceivably be the number two seed, conceivably. Or they can be number two coming out of the West. I I think they're well-rounded. I think they're well rounded, and so is Kansas City. But you know, I'm just not too sold on who uh, Andy Reid's going to have at quarterback. If he gets the rookie in there, there's going to be a lot of read options. and he's good at that, and you can get the ball down deep. But is he ready to take that on? I don't know.
2: No, I think so he's grooming. Him. I think I, I think he's grooming a rookie to take over next year. Um Oh yeah, I think because cause that's that's cause I think Al, Alex Smith's contract is up next year if I'm not mistaken. So um, and I yep. could be wrong about, it, but I think I read somewhere that it may be up next year, and they <coughs> they drafted this kid because Alex Smith is um, doesn't have arm strength and an ability to get the ball down the field like this kid does. Um, so you let the kid sit for a year at least before you put him in there. Um, with a strong Kansas City defense and a running game, and um, let him go for there and see what happens. Because um, I he, think that's the, smart move. Because uh, Andy Reid is one of the one of those guys. Uh, There's a few of them: Hugh Jackson, Andy Reid, um, uh, Kyle Shanahan, just to name a few of the guys that are. Uh, considered quarterback whisperers, or, or you want to say quarterback gurus, or whatever, um, just have a certain way of being able to communicate and, and um, groom a quarterback to get the best out of them. So, um, and see see uh, talent maybe where someone doesn't see it, and and, and, and um, able to get that talent talent out uh, when they need it. So we'll have to wait and see, but, but, uh, um, I don't think Mahomes, unless short of a a injury gets in a game this year, unless it's an absolutely crazy blowout and, um, they want to get Alex Smith out there to save him from getting hurt unnecessarily. All right. Um, I don't know if I'm going to call you on Saturday before or after, uh, we get off the air, but I'm going to talk to you, um, off air. Um, you can call me this. right after
1: this.
3: You no I problem.
2: You got to do. No, no, I don't have anything to do. I just want to get out of here. Uh we we, we ran over time and 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 I wanted to, to keep it right right to where it's supposed to be, but we got uh oh, a little over ten minutes past, which is fine. Um but uh, uh is there anything you want to say? Um before we get out of thing? here.
1: Yeah.
3: Bada bing, bada bang, bada boom! It's the G in the room. How you doing? It's me. It's me, Mr. FSP. Do what I do, can do for you all day, every day. And you know what? I am your daddy. Just listen, and you can win. You can be a winner at life and fantasy football, just like me. I paid all my my dues up in every league I'm in. Hint, hint, Mr. I'm running a league this year. Uh, I am ready. I've been ready for the past two months for fantasy football. If you want advice, you want to win, listen to me, your daddy, Mr. FSP to you.
2: Okay. I'm done. That being said, tune in next week, 8 p.m. Eastern standard time at the same place, same bat channel where me, Mr. uh, uh, JT, uh, AKA the master will be holding it down. um, on the FSP crew show, uh, Jeff will be back probably next week. Maybe even mess FSP. will jump in there. Cause he, he, he likes to, uh, uh, have diarrhea of the mouth and maybe he'll jump in. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. and, and,
2: uh, doing it 1 PM Eastern standard time this Saturday afternoon. Where we'll be, be holding it down on the FSP show. The home, home, uh, the, the, uh, um, how can I say it? The uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica, the the home base of, of of it all, where it started. The Death Star. Yeah, where it started. Okay. Um. At one p.m., where Vic and I will be sitting there uh, talking about uh, the AFC. What?
3: Um. Well, I did the West. We did the South. It's going to be the east or the north, and you know what? Um, I don't like Brady. We'll talk about the north. Let's go to the north. Let's talk about (laughs)
2: the north. We'll talk about the AFC North on uh, one p.m. Eastern Standard Time of the FSP show, uh, where Vic and I will be talking about that. And then, if you want to get, don't pay attention what the Mister FSP has to say. Pay attention what the (laughs) Master has to say, because because. I'm the one that gives you the best knowledge in fantasy football. I'm the one at 10 a.m. Okay. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time that the FSP, Mr. FSP, listens to and gets his advice to, and 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 and, and does what I tell him to do, and he hold benefits on, on. from
3: it. And
2: what hold I tell on, on. him to do. You're saying oh, that
3: don't go both ways. That don't go both
2: ways. I didn't say it goes both ways. I I, I said I I I said it, it went one way.
1: <laughs> it should go both. It goes. But both it goes. Ways, it, it, both, it.
2: it goes both ways. It goes both ways because I, I'm not just an end all and be all. I don't think I know it, everything because I don't. But I think I give some pretty good advice, uh, and, and he has benefited from him, and he has thanked me more than once, and I have reciprocated the same thing about him giving me advice at times, uh, and, and 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 some good advice, and I'm thinking, but. My show is 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You want to you want to get some fantasy advice? Um, tune in on Sunday morning where I'll be uh, holding it down uh, this Sunday and every Sunday. Um, not talking about fantasy um, positions just quite yet. Just talking about fantasy in general. So with all that being said, I want to just say, Bill Jackson,
1: Bill Jackson, Bill Jackson.
2: And we are out of here. We are out of here. Talk to you, hopefully, on um, Saturday. See ya.
0: Yeah. It's Mr. Oncubb. Fantasy mm-hmm. Sports and Politics. Crew. Yeah. Check. Fantasy sports and politics, ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place? You can even call up, state your own case. Football, baseball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah, come on. Fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Uh. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah, lock on.